Chapter 27 We should walk in. It'll be more dramatic. Christian shook his head. Jenner, they've been here how long? It is going to be riddled with traps. You fear a trap set by the likes of Haviland or Brunsway? Jenner asked. I fear a trap set by Mao, Christian said, looking at the layout of the abandoned temple. Jenner joined him in a gaze of the grounds. Then they looked at one another. Hello! The two men cupped their hands to their mouths as they called out to the ruins. Who goes there? A groggy, sleep-filled voice of Havlin returned from inside the building. Who asks that anymore? It's undeniably dated, Jenner called out. Here now, I recognize that voice. Havlin's tone picked up, moving from the other side of the building. The starlight outlined his lithe frame in the moonlight, a stocking cap in danger of slipping from his forehead. It is us, Havlin, Christian said, waving. Christian? Havlin said, still shaking the fog from his vision, looking out into the cool evening. He rubbed one hand over an eye, his other hand adjusting his stocking cap. Christian! Erica bolted around the corner of the building, almost knocking Havlin over in the process, moving like an excited cat. Erica! Christian said back, beaming. He made about two steps before he was bowled over from Erica's propelled form, her arms locked around his waist as she fell into him. Me too. I'm back too, Jenner said, arms crossed over his chest in a mock display of boredom. It is you, the surprise in Havlin's voice edged in as he took a few strides to close the distance between them. Well, I'll be. You found us. Havlin reached out to embrace Jenner, then gave him a solid handshake. The forms of Umbrunsway and Mao could be made out too now, stepping out from the shadows of the temple. <laughs> it is good to see you again, Christian said, feeling Erica's head against his chest. He could feel his eyes dampen and swallowed a choke as he squeezed Erica tight, lest she slip from his fingers. A few minutes passed before... Christian, I... Erica's muffled voice began. I missed you too, Erica, Christian said, before she could finish. Christian, I, I can't breathe, Erica managed to spurt out. Oh, right, Christian said, releasing his grip. Erica giggled and knocked him back, before righting herself and sitting on his chest, arms crossed, looking down at him. Christian winced as he felt the air leave his stomach, letting out a gasp as he held onto Erica's hips to steady her. He looked up to see the broad smile of Umbrunsway appear over top of him. Have you been sitting here the entire time we were gone? Christian managed, adjusting Erica off his chest so he could breathe. Erica gasped and did a little bounce on Christian, causing him to gasp again and roll to the side sending them both tumbling against the stout form of Umbrunsway. Mal made her way forward, 
stopping before Jenner. Glad to have us back, he asked. Couldn't have shown up in the morning like sensible people. Maybe brought a bite of breakfast, eh? It's good to see you too, Mal, Jenner said. Of course I'm glad to see you. Come here, my boy, Mal said, reaching out to grasp Jenner's outstretched hand. How did you find us? I'm assuming the way you meant to be found? My song reached the unwashed masses and beyond, Havlin chuckled, smiling to himself. Oh, it worked, though I almost didn't believe it the first time I heard it, Jenner said, turning to Havlin and giving him a little salute. I underestimated your talent as a songwriter. You can apologize in the form of a large sum of coins once we get home, Havlin laughed. Come inside. There is much to talk about, Mal said. There's food and drink and seats. Sounds excellent, Jenner said. Together, they walked inside to the makeshift camp and sat down. They talked well into the morning, bringing Jenner and Christian up to speed on what had happened after their capture, and Jenner and Christian recounted their escape from the camp in Arcturus. Erica was disappointed she did not get to meet Riel to thank her, and Havlin said that Jenner had to let him know when she came to visit, so he could pick her brain for a good tale. The following morning, Jenner had Havlin get him a few things from the market, while the rest of them discussed the best course of action. Mao and Jenner had much to discuss. Over the next few days, she picked Jenner's brain for as many details about Bothwell and the castle that he could recall, adding to the information that Erica and Brunswick had already given her. Christian did not remember much, as he had been too depressed to pay attention, he was embarrassed to admit. Mal told him it was all right and that Jenner's input would be more than enough. So instead, Erica showed Christian how much she had progressed with her ability. You have come a long way from oranges, he said. Yeah, it's a start, she said, making a growing pile of wood chippings pile up below a log she was working on. Just then, Havlin came running into the camp, almost stumbling as he flew down the steps. We might have a problem, he said, causing everyone to turn. What kind of problem? Jenner asked. It's Roland. He's outside. Did he see you? Mal asked. Havlin nodded. Was anyone with him? Mal asked. Just one fella. Older looking guy. Didn't look like a knight or anything. That would be Thaddeus. Closest person Roland has to a friend, Jenner said. Erica got up and made for the steps, pulling up her sleeves but Christian grabbed her by the shoulder. Wait, we should all go up. If he is not here with an army, Christian started, looking to Mao and Jenner. Well, by all means, let's not keep the man waiting, Jenner said, offering Mao a hand, then walking to the steps, everyone else following behind. What do you want? Erica's voice cut out as soon as she saw Roland and Thaddeus standing near the perimeter of the ruins. 
Roland, you need to work on more of an entrance, Jenner said, shifting his feet to face him and rolling up his sleeves. Wait, wait, Roland said, his hands out, fingers apart, palms showing. I only wish to speak with you. You'll forgive me if I don't take that at face value just yet, Jenner said. It is the two of you, just you and Thaddeus, Christian asked. Against my better judgment, yes. Jenner and Christian looked at one another. Erica's eyes were locked on Roland. She did not seem to be in a pleasant mood. Mal stood with her hands in her pockets, whistling as she rocked back and forth. Jenner looked at Christian, who himself was not sure what to make of the situation either. On one hand, Christian found it odd that Roland would come to this place to talk, but the lack of backup or bravado was convincing. May I speak? Roland asked after a time. Yes, but not here. Let us come inside. Christian said. He waved Roland and Thaddeus forward, whilst Erica stood up and descended into the ruins, shooting Roland a scathing look. Umbrunsway and Haviland elected to wait outside, in case anyone else decided to show up. Crumbled pillars served as seating for the six people. Once seated, the two groups regarded each other in silence for a bit more. Erica was perched upon the edge of a platform, knuckles white from clenching the rim of the stone, her eyes wide, fixated upon Roland's every movement. <sighs> Perhaps an apology to start, Roland said, Erica's gaze making him uncomfortable. As good a place as any, Jenner said. When I returned from my pilgrimage... The one god told me I would need would be needed in Bothwell, and that my help would be needed to make things right. For a time, I thought that meant aiding King Geddon and thwarting the forces that worked against him. But now, I believe I mistook those signs. That doesn't sound like much of an apology, Erica began, but Jenner cut her off before she could finish. Are you saying the one god led you astray? Jenner asked, who understood the gravity of Roland admitting that something he had interpreted from his god could be wrong. I had been away from the kingdom for many years. I did not know the changes that had befallen the lands and the man that ruled them. So, you see the difference in Geddon, too. As of late, I have, yes. I have also heard rumors. But you put little stock in rumors, Jenner said. Oh, I do. But a rumor researched becomes something more real. Children have gone missing in the night. Dead heirs. A shadowy creature that roams the castles, Roland continued. Are you this shadowy figure? Erica said with a little mirth in her voice. It's a demon from the old times, Roland said. A demon? Christian asked, the skepticism evident in his voice. Well, the one god would say yes, but no, it is a creature of flesh and blood, 
Roland continued, that walks among us as an imposter and charlatan. It is a magical blight that can wear the faces of friend or foe. The Oblin, Jenner said. Erica and Christian looked at one another and nodded. I have read about them in the history books, Christian said. Did not some war happen that involved these Oblins a long time ago? The first king of Bothwell was murdered and replaced by an Oblin. You know your history well, Roland said. Indeed, it was found out that most of the ruling class of Bothwell had been murdered and replaced by a cadre of these Oblins and only after many years of warring was peace restored. Most of the Oblin were killed during that time, ferreted out by the Majir, but a few are said to have escaped. And Geddon has one in his employ, Jenner answered. You've heard as well, Roland said. We've seen it. It tried to kill Erica and Christian and Calment. It killed a friend of ours. Well, I'm pretty sure it tried to kill them at Geddon's request, Roland said. Well, in view of past events, I wouldn't argue that, Jenner said. Jenner, I want to help you, Roland said. Help us with what? With overthrowing Geddon. Lords, Roland, is that what we're doing? Jenner said. Yes, it is. The voice was Christian's, not Roland's. Those assembled turned to regard him. It was not at first, but that is it now. That is how we get Erica's sister back. That is how we put an end to the kidnappings. Christian, it's, it's not as easy as all that. Doing the right thing isn't always easy, Roland said. It rarely is, in fact. Roland, you're talking about becoming a traitor to your king, Jenner said. I never claimed Geddon as my king. I serve him, but I never took the oath. You know I'm a fan of the dramatic, but truly, this sounds crazy. Jenner, what happens if we don't stop this? This time, the voice was Erica's. I mean, yes, we're all together now. But do things just go back to normal? Do we forget about what the man has done? Do we leave my sister? Do we move and uproot ourselves and run away? And let him win? Roland stood up, pacing about the room. Jenner, listen. I've seen the rise and fall of kingdoms. But honestly, we couldn't find ourselves in a better situation. How do you mean? Mao asked. Geddon has no friends. You've seen it yourself. The castle is run by a skeleton crew. He holds no court. The royal guards are scattered looking for her, Roland said, pointing at Erica. He has no family other than his queen. No siblings, no cousins, no sons. No fight for succession. And who rules? Jenner asked. Do we have some champion to take his place? You? I could serve as steward for a time, but no, not I. I am no king, Roland said. Well, nor am I, Jenner replied. Can the people rule, Christian offered. Uh, 
Ramza has always had a king. It would be difficult, Roland said. Why does it even matter? Erica interrupted. It's not our problem. This isn't about choosing a new king. It's about putting an end to the current one. Those things are one and the same, Jenner said. I don't care. Geddon needs to pay for everything he's done. He needs to be stopped, so he, he can't do it anymore. Everything that happens after, happens after. The girl makes a valid point, Mal said after a moment, drawing curious stares from the men. You said it yourself. There's no family to step up. We're not here debating the strength of man. The country has survived the death of many kings. It will survive the death of this one. The only question we need to concern ourselves with is, can we kill a king? Erica nodded, as did Roland, Thaddeus following in tow. This is what happens when I leave all of you unsupervised. Jenner, Erica said. No, I'm in. Of course I'm in. I couldn't let you do this without me, he said. What's with all the racket down here? Trying to broadcast our location? Havlin said as he walked in to see everyone standing together, smiles and looks of determination on their faces. We have decided that King Gaddon is no longer fit to rule, Jenner said. Arm Brunsway and myself invited to the party? Havlin, we wouldn't have it any other way. Hello, and thank you for listening to the World of Grey podcast. For any questions about the podcast, or the books in general, email me at podcast at josephporthos.com. My two books, Fallen Throne and Dark Halo, are available for download on the Amazon Kindle store for the low price of $3 apiece. I don't output a ton of updates, but when I do release one, you can find it on Facebook at Joseph Porthos, or on my website located at josephporthos.com. I hope you enjoyed today's chapter, and I look forward to you tuning in again next time. This is Joseph Porthos, signing off.